We are the ultimate bad review. Roll camera. Camera rolling. Roll sound. South speed. You look in the camera and Runa take, you're dead. Marcus! Action! You know Quentin Tarantino? I love his movies. I fucking hate Forrest Gump. There's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Take back the screen! The Directors Guild of America will bring down its swift sword of justice on you rank amateurs. The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. Yeah, the accent that, that, that he does in the movie itself is not... It's not 100%, but it is... It's like a solid the, 80 to 90%. The nice there. thing... Dude, oh yeah. I don't I, want to spoil too much, but there's yeah, not a lot of singing. Is oh, even nice better. There's even compared better. to... There's, there's enough. But, yeah. but there's, there's but compared to Elvis itself. Oh yeah. my god, it's like it's well, like yeah, comparing a penny to They're very I will say they're bucks. very different movies. <laughs> well, yeah, because because Boz Lerman's Elvis paints they're, Elvis like this like a dummy who is just like, "Where am I? What's going on? People are taking advantage of little old me." Yeah. <laughs> and, and I imagine I was like, "Okay, Sofia Coppola is definitely going to yeah. be like, here's this man who groomed a 14-year-old and yeah. thought it was real chill." <laughs> and it's fun. Uh, funny because like it takes the same uh, i mean obviously this is about elvis's life but it yeah. takes a very similar like uh, timeline so like if you watch the first one you kind of understand or if you watch bob lerman's yeah you kind of understand where you're at in his life which i think kind of helped uh with like understanding how the movie went right but yeah it, it's good i definitely recommend it i think it's a solid um Movie from Sofia Coppola. Ooh, I, I'm I'm trying to get my list out. I need to watch Priscilla again before I do my list. That's it. You've been really on it. for the for for, for the Sofia of, Coppola. Oh, for, yeah, for Sofia Coppola. Yeah, because I'm trying I'm trying to make a list of uh, ranking Sofia Coppola's movies and because <clears throat> I finished all of them and God, she's so fucking good. Like really? it's crazy how good her movies are. Every movie I've I've all the ones like I've filled in. Were just like just blew me away, and I couldn't believe how long it took me to watch these movies. I'm so glad, dude. Yeah. When, whenever you find a director that just connects, yeah, movie after movie after movie, you just it's love such it. a special thing. Yeah, because because it, it's it, it's, it's rare. Like it's, it's rare. It's rare, and you get three movies in, and they're, you're like, they're not going to be bad. Like I've literally seen three of his work or three of her work, and I haven't considered any of them to be bad. So how? And I I love doing that. That's, how, oh, that's my so favorite. Good like thing with movies is like finding a director and just trying to finish like i did it earlier this year with kelly reigert i'm yeah. doing i'm kind of doing it with martin scorsese i did it with He's gaspar just... noe gaspar noe yeah what a rough summer yeah, that, that one <laughs> that one will tear you up i i feel <laughs> so the... to see the straight story to finish off the david, david, david lynch. lynch yeah you should throw that on redacted I, yeah. that's a good idea yeah. i threw a couple movies on redacted last isn't night. it on disney, disney watch plus it this weekend if you i know y'all probably don't have I disney it plus is. it is yeah it's a disney movie it is it on is. disney plus or at least it was i don't know if they pulled it but it was on disney plus i was like well, i still have disney plus i i will say it's on there, let me know. with one of the movies i watched this week um that was for um yorgos lanthimos i'm trying to watch all his movies before poor things and i think he has a similar Really? Uh, discography, or filmography, discography, filmography. Elvis <laughs> uh, on the mind. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, where, like, it just hits hit after hit. Beautiful. But I, we were talking about this earlier, about horror, mm -hmm. and um, how, like, it, you guys are saying, like, 80% of the genre is just bad. Yes. And it, it the joy is finding the, the gems. And mm -hmm. 
I have such a hard time with horror. That's no surprise. Especially Breaking news on the show. Here yeah. on the show. I'd say yeah. more. Yeah, well, for you, bro. Yeah. For Duke. Yeah. But you, you I, hate it. I've kind of, I feel like with watching Yorgos Lanthimos movies, I've found my like niche, like horror. I, I which I, I feel like he is horror. Maybe he's more thriller, but I feel like they're kind of, they blur the lines a lot of times. I feel like it's horror based. Yeah. Personally. And, and the, his movies have fucked me up more than any horror movie, more most horror movies I've watched. Because he doesn't uh, focus on like gratuitous, like disgusting yeah. shit. He just kind of like, makes you feel like you're going yeah. insane <laughs> i feel that way about david lynch too i think that that was one of the first directors that was directing uh, a more serious or artsy movie yeah but it, it has moments that are genuinely terrible maholland drive is like Scary. is yeah. a very comes to mind very un- that whole like him explaining the dream in the diner and yeah. like all the like music is cutting out and like they're walking to the back of the dumpster like i know i've seen that movie 10 times <laughs> And every time I'm like, just and don't go back there. That just don't go back there, please. I'm back yeah, here. Yeah. I don't want to see her. I don't want to see her. So the the dialogue in that movie is delivered so ghostly. Like yes. I don't know how else to put it. It's so strange. Every character who talks is talking in this weird cadence. Yeah. And I love how how David Lynch got every single person to do it because it's just yeah. it's a weird thing to experience for sure. So. If you're gonna if you're gonna classify Yogos as Yogos yep. as horror, I'm I'm for it. I'm I've, for it. I've I've, I've even yeah. heard people say that that psychological thriller is just a, another way to to say horror. That, yeah. So that they can win awards. <laughs> yeah. It's like people do make horror movies, like you know, and maybe one to consider might be something like um, Enemy might be considered <laughs> a horror movie from like. Denny, and I've never like, seen that one. So I think that, but I, I, I get the logic. Yeah. I think that somebody could watch that and be like, I'm, like, and still have like not the exact same feeling, but yeah. pretty damn close to that to the Yorgos Lanthimos feeling of just like oh, I've been, yeah, I mean, I've different. been tortured yeah. in yeah. the last ninety minutes. Different beast entirely with Yorgos movies, but it's yeah. right in that same high. Yeah, psychological I, I, thriller. Yeah. I would at least call yeah. them psychological. Oh, absolutely. Thriller, so it's like, I think they're de- yeah, definitely. But I feel like that's that like me that like weird section of horror that I for some reason I I just cling to, and that's the horror that I can enjoy. Well, I was gonna say a good example would be probably Get Out. Oh, I was gonna say a good yeah, example uh, might be Bo is Afraid. Bo is Afraid. I was Bo gonna say Afraid all of Ari Aster's yeah, movies. Yeah, but he like this specifically is like Bo is Afraid. It's not a horror movie, and it's yeah. like I would Why so drastically yeah, disagree with that. that. It's a like, horror movie. Yeah, like it's 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 just a weird oddball horror movie. I, I I've never seen it any differently. It's not like it's not hereditary. It's not hereditary, like, and it, but it wasn't necessarily you know like adaptation. Like yeah. it, right. it found a weird super niche spot right in the middle it just in my opinion didn't land its execution sure i it's think a that very weird movie it's a strange I movie really it's, enjoyed it but it's, it's way too long it gets really convoluted towards the end does, there's multiple yeah. times where it's like this could wrap up right here Dude, and it would be it, great in the fucking camp like so many scenes like on the stage like mm-hmm. a lot of that bro is like what the fuck yeah. is going on that whole entire like she's reading the play i'm like man we've been here for a really yeah, long like, time this is literally a solid you know third of this movie i was like this, this is it this, this is it like we'll get out of here like this is the end of the movie yeah. and then the movie goes oh. on for like another hour yeah. i was yeah. like no you have a whole nother set piece essentially to yeah. go into it's like what the fuck and then you have a, an ending set piece like dude it's it's, it's too, much, too much and it's like i could tell that this was a guy that loved 
that loves Charlie Kaufman with yeah, all of his yeah. body yeah, and yes. was just like, I'm going to put my own twist on it. It's like, here's the thing, Charlie Kaufman, like it's this Charlie is his Kaufman. thing. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't even kind of imitate that. And in imitating that and then adding quote unquote, your thing to it yeah. is, is a bad idea. <laughs> I don't know why I felt kind of the opposite about it. I liked it a lot. I don't think it's his strongest movie, but I, I, still... I initially gave it a four, but I think I bumped it down to a three and a half. Yeah. A three. And, okay. Well that dude, I, I mean, that's, that's a very, respectful it's just movie. like, it's I weird. Don't, I don't feel so midsummer so and hereditary are like five out of five. Perfect yeah. Movies. That's where it, what that's it is. What it dude, is. Pairing it to those, yeah. you know, his, his ceiling is so high. It's true, but those are also genre movies. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was afraid. I don't, it's just its own thing. Yeah. Like, it, like, like it or hate it. It's a weird movie. I would still probably classify it as horror. As we yeah, for sure. But yeah. it also is trying to be funny sometimes. It's also trying to be drama. Yeah. Like sometimes. It's also trying to like fuck with your head in a way that yeah. is not fun. And it's also like trying like, to like gross you out. Yeah. Bit. It is trying to gross you out this, for sure. It is a hard movie to rewatch. It's so yes. long. It's it is so it is much. It's such a commitment. Yeah. yeah. And you know true. what you're about to go through too if you've seen it already. And it's like, is this worth it? I don't think so. The Even length, though I did it. The but, length of it is yeah. just like, for me, it's a behemoth. It's yeah. a behemoth. Like, if your movie's going to be like over three hours, it needs to be justifiable. And I just yeah. didn't feel like Bo's Afraid justified uh, a three Killers hour. of the Flower Moon. Yes, exactly. Like, <laughs> that is a movie that was three and a half hours long. And when the yeah. credits started, I was like, no, come on, not yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I could have sat there for another 30, 45 minutes and been okay. Yeah. Dude. We are not strangers to long movies no. on this podcast. It's just. You gotta make it good. You gotta. You make gotta. It, it, it can't feel like it's three hours long if you're gonna yes. make a three hour long movie. And that movie feels long. like uh, like a fucking <laughs> like hike <laughs> up Mount Everest. Yeah. Like, oh, well, sorry. What, what would you say? What did you I say? said butter by accident. Like butter? <laughs> that would imply like that, butter, was, that would imply that it was, it was real smooth and easy. I'm sorry. In my mind, I was <laughs> caught daydreaming thinking about Killers of the Flower Moon because that is the the best example for how to make a long ass movie. Like, yeah. Re- yeah. A rewatchable movie, something Very I probably would rewatch. Yeah, I, I know, I would, I would, I would. When it comes I out, I'm seen it twice. Buy it. Yeah, yeah. I'm absolutely. That's going in the collection. That's such a, it's a good movie. such such a good movie. Strong. strong One of Scorsese's Scorsese. best. Yeah. yeah, man. I still can't believe I didn't go see Priscilla with you guys last night, though. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I've been thinking about it all day. We thought it we had our empty theater too. No, oh, it was. So it was funny. empty until like. 15 minutes after the showtime start no i mean like the fuck we were into trailers by then but yeah Yeah. three girls walked in it was kind of upsetting but (laughs) it was it was at least people are coming to the theater because we literally were kind of complaining like because this would have been our second showing where we had nobody in the theater yeah we're like man why is nobody coming to the movie theater anymore yeah. Kind of sucks. People need to show up, man. That's and crazy. then we then we we felt like we asked for it by saying that, like, oh, and yeah, then the here comes th- three yeah. people walking in. They were true. they were fine. They were they did their own thing. We did yeah. our own thing. I think that they we were into it too. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were, they were really it. excited. It was kind of fun. I hope that that they didn't think we were laughing at them. I was laughing, hopefully, like kind of with them because yeah. they would they would react to something, and I would just think it's kind of like funny. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. We're, we're we're in a theater like empty, and they're like yelling. It's like. But it it wasn't intrusive yeah. on the show. It was good. It was fun. Yeah, it was exciting. Like the the moments they were talking, I feel like were like okay moments to talk. It felt like like the things were getting serious and 
Uh, and there was there was just some moments where like they were even guessing what was about to happen. Like no way that and and trick question. It's, it's never not. okay to talk in the goddamn movie theater. Alamo would take you uh, out I back and, and steal your firstborn. I, I will say that I didn't hear as much as Joe did because I think I yeah. think Joe was they weren't like talking as closer. much. But yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah I was like, closer, but yeah, they weren't talking that much, and we were talking a little too. Okay, yeah. Like, so I, so I, there was a mutual agreement. Were, yeah, they were yeah. just chilling. Everyone was was at their own vibe. We weren't we weren't over talking either. So yeah. sometimes I'd be like that was. When the moment, like, the only time you'd really talk was when, like, the movie was exciting. And then mm-hmm. when it was quiet and somber, the we were quiet Yeah, the and singing somber. moments. It's like Elvis is singing, okay, let's talk a little bit. Like, cause, Hell yeah. Because he's going to do his thing and sing yeah. the whole time. So That's you're still up. watching it. Watching yeah. But I'm, I'm mostly with you. You shouldn't talk during the theater. No, for sure. Nick, I'm right there with you, bro. Like, I think that, that there is a certain level to mm-hmm. people talking in the movies. That's totally fine. And I don't... It doesn't matter ultimately. It's a theater experience, so people can come and yeah. if the theater doesn't have rules on it, then it doesn't matter. But I think for things like the Alamo, people can get into some trouble because they might they might be talking the entire movie. Yeah. Um and but they'll they'll, they'll just get thrown out. But good. But sometimes I've seen horror movies with a packed theater and sometimes people well, then that's, yeah. can be fun. If it's, you know, I think if it's meant right, to be like a fun movie then like audience involvement like okay like when we mm-hmm. saw when we saw halloween kills yeah. on opening night and that like and it was yeah everybody was getting into it and it was like that this is fine like because th- it was like people being like don't do it and you're like this is just He's adding to it this yeah. is so much fun but like in a, like if i had seen like like if i had seen bo is afraid and it was a room full of people just talking i'd be no, like dude no. you gotta be so quiet yeah, right you now gotta chill. you gotta chill yeah, I remember seeing Hereditary and everyone was dead silent <laughs> the entire movie. There wasn't any, you know, like... All three times oh, I no, saw that movie in theaters. There's people just like, just watching. Dead just silence like, during that movie. Quiet. <laughs> it was perfect. That's what makes that movie so good. Yep. I saw a completely different movie last night. I was at the same theater as you guys. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, my theater, not empty by any means. Really? <laughs> there was like probably like 20 people. Oh, in that whoa. Showed up. And I was like... For Digimon, for Digimon Adventure 2, <laughs> the new beginning, yeah. there's so many fucking people here. It's kind of cool. It was, but like I was like, okay, cool, I guess. Which, Fathom event? Yes. See, that's why theaters are doing that shit. But sorry. So, we have this. We go to this thing. Uh, me, and my, uh, me and other Joey went to the show, and I got like our tickets in advance, because I was like, I don't know if this, I don't know what to expect. And I just would like to have them just in case. It's always good. And so we get in the theater and I see our two seats and they're literally, there's like a group of people on either side of these two seats. And I'm like, absolutely not. You stupid psychopath. I am not sitting there. Yeah. And so I just, I was like, Joey, we're going up here. And he's like, these aren't our seats. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like I'm not sitting with these fucking freaks that don't know how to order tickets online. And so we go, we sit there unbothered. Everything's fine. Movie comes up and it's presented in a widescreen format. But the movie itself wasn't cut for widescreen. Oh, oh no. So it's luckily it's dubbed. So like it's in full English. But there are parts that are subtitled and the subtitles are cut off by the fucking black ah. bar at the bottom of the screen. And it was so jarring. I was like, I can't believe we're watching this. Yeah. Oh, you you could have gotten someone to fix it. I know. You think? Yeah, because I've had that happen before. Really? Yeah, I think we had that happen. Did that not happen at Babylon? 
Where would they cut off the <laughs> subtitles or something like that? The Babylon on the movie literally started and it was just a black screen. I know that <laughs> happened, but we didn't just sound. I know what happened like, to me at that Regal where it was uh, there was a lot of subtitles in the movie and they it was not cut for widescreen. What the fuck? And they and um, someone got up. Man, what movie was that? But they they got up and went and fixed it. They they got a regal represent. I'm surprised they wouldn't have done that for that movie because it was probably the only showing of that movie. Yeah, it was literally the only showing of the yeah, movie, and that's it was. Why. But yeah, for like relatively re- not packed, but like there were a lot of people in the theater. Everybody kind of whispering to themselves. Joey Less, on the other hand, is Chatty Catheter. <laughs> no, but he's so Joey. fucking funny that like I can't even yeah. be mad, and nobody yeah. is like mad at him. <laughs> nobody has said anything to him. But I remember there was like a point where somebody like to our, like back into the right of us like said something kind of loud and Joey was like, really? Can you like maybe shut the fuck up I'm watching this movie? And I was like, like oh, <laughs> holy God. Joey. It's like, holy shit. There was like Digimon that would come on no screen and Joey would be like, let's go. Like, <laughs> I fucking love that. I would be so afraid though and be like, no, please, no one look at me. Right. Oh it's like, <laughs> yeah. I hope no one heard that. Like, but, it that, was, but that is like the funniest shit ever. Though. It was so funny. And the movie itself was actually pretty good. I was kind of nice. surprised. I, I, what would you give it? I gave it a three and a half out of five on my letterbox. I'm a glutton for punishment with this series. I've been watching <laughs> it ever, the, since the day it came out. I have watched like every piece of this show. As you should. And no, there is the bad outweighs the good heavily on this show. Yeah, right. Like in my mind as a kid, I watched the first two like series and were like perfect show, unstoppable, incredible. And the third season came out and I was like, this is all right. Like, it's cool. And then like Fox canceled it. And I was like, damn, what an L. Yeah. And then I found this damn. other channel that was playing a new Digimon series, but it was like, really fucking weird called digimon <laughs> tamers or or oh, something like yeah. that. no i don't know i think tamers was the third season there was another season that were like they like there was like trains and shit that took them everywhere and it was weird yeah and i just like didn't fuck with it but i watched the whole fucking thing because i was like <laughs> gotta know how it ends okay. i've and then i was like this show really fell off i'll never be happy again and then they announced oh we're rebooting the show with like a new movie that takes place 15 years after the first season and i was like oh here we go let them cook yeah and let's do it. right for that movie or not like right before but before the movie came out the director was like psych it's a five-part project so you're gonna get five brand new digimon movies one oh. every year and i was like this is the best thing that's ever happened to me <laughs> and well, last but not least he's like when this is done whole new season of digimon is gonna drop I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm yeah. freaking out. Damn. That first movie comes out. I have to torrent it because it, like, it would not premiere in America for some reason. Couldn't find it anywhere. Torrent it. I watch it. And like at the end, I was like, all right, cool. So Digimon is back. That was that was something. That was that. And I was like, maybe like this was just kind of setting the stage. Like, you know, there's going to be five movies. You can't have all the crazy shit happen in the first one. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. And the second movie comes out and it's even slower. <laughs> and I'm like, well, all right. Third movie comes out. Something finally happens, but it's not until like the last ten minutes. And I was like, okay, all right. I guess I'll have to wait. Fourth movie is action packed to the max. Couldn't tell you a single thing that happened plot wise in that movie, and a lot of plot development happens in that movie. What? The... But it's just so wildly like understated. <laughs> and nice. I was like, okay. And then the fifth movie, it's like, this is it. This is the finale. This is the end of d- the Digimon story. And it ends on a cliffhanger, like a drastic Whoa. cliffhanger. 
And I was like, what the fuck? And that was it. And For then, the TV show, I'm so, assuming. So then the TV... So that's what I thought. Yeah. The TV show ends up being a reboot of the first season. So it takes oh, place before that. God. And I was like, okay, maybe this will like sure. weirdly tie into the, the new movies and we'll go from there. And it's like 70 episodes. And I would say 64 of them are filler episodes. <laughs> There's like five or six episodes where like shit hits the fan. And the rest of it is just like... <laughs> I'm a guy, and this is my Digimon, and here's the hijinks we're gonna get into today. Oh my god! And it was just like, what? Where are we going in the story? Yeah, it's... what? What's happening? Yeah. So whatever. They do another movie a couple years ago, and it was like, this is it. This is the end of Digimon. And I'm like, okay. And it is indeed the end of Digimon. It is a somber ending. However, it feels like it's like the seventh part of a series that never got built. <laughs> it has like nothing to do with all the other thing. content. It's just a weird movie. That's so weird. And I was like, all right, I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. And then there it was Digimon adventure Two, the beginning. And it, ta- it's, it's the cast of the second season, 15 years in the future. And they got most of the original voice cast back for it. So I was like, uh-huh. let's go. And that's what I saw last night. And that movie was way better than all of the other fucking bullshit I've had to sit through over the past Damn. almost 10 years. <laughs> 3.5 for the culmination of a 10-year project. Maybe they just kept on trying to throw out the same material to, to see if they could get better at it, and then they're like, alright, now we have to actually try. And then it's <laughs> like, alright, 3.5, we've, we've definitely gotten better, and now you're gonna get another 10 years of 3.5 movies yeah. until you get tired of that, but then they'll come out with a 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, rate, that's the thing. That's the thing the is, I'm rate, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna yeah. keep doing it. That's the problem. I'm gonna keep doing it. like <laughs> this next off. next Digimon movie that comes out. I'll be like, I'm there. <laughs> well, you've already seen so many of them. At you, this point, you, I'm you so may committed as well to it. Just do it. Yeah. I. It was like, and it was this was like a not infinitely darker Digimon story, but it was like a it was a dark it was a story that was really dark that they hadn't told in a while. Mm-hmm. I always personally felt like the second season of Digimon is the darkest. And so I was happy that this movie, which takes like takes the original cast of the second season and throws them into the future, and gave me like a very like holy shit. There was like a there was like a part where Joey was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" <laughs> like, it got it gets weird like cool. very quickly because it's about. Are you guys gonna see it? No. <laughs> it's about this. Um, there's like a. What do you guys know about Digimon? Nothing, I know I'm that. Yeah, just, just go ahead and explain it. <laughs> Digimon are, are born from the essentially the internet, and when they when they're born, they they come in eggs. That's all okay. really need to know. Movie opens up with like a giant egg floating over Tokyo, uh, and everyone's like, "What the heck is going on?" And the cast of the second season of Digimon is like, "We're friends," <laughs> and it's all good. And then this kid like walks up to the egg and is like, "Why are you here now?" And then the theme song plays, and you're like, "Oh shit, what's gonna happen here?" And it's like. It, it turns out that the egg that's floating above Tokyo is his Digimon reborn. And it they through science and all sorts of sh- shit, they find out that this kid is the very first kid in human history that ever got a Digimon. But they can't figure out why he got a Digimon. And they never explained that. Okay. Which I was like, all right. But it kind of like, sold. this felt like open-ended. And I, I think that they're going to keep this series going with the, just based on what I've heard and how the story ended here. But... When they are like, well, let's get you up to your egg then. And they fly him up to the egg and they like fall. And they fall through the egg. And when they go into the egg, they witness the moment that the kid gets his Digimon. And you you see this like six-year-old kid 
go into his house and his dad is like like unconscious on the bed and like on life support and he goes in to like talk to him and the mom just like rips him out and just like yells at him and screams at him and then he pisses his pants and she takes off all of his clothes and throws them on the balcony and all you see is this six-year-old kid purple all over from getting his ass beat and there's a digimon egg outside and the digimon's like i'll make all your wishes come true you tell me what you want and it's all yours and for the next, like, the mom comes outside to, like, Whoa. yell at him again. And while she's yelling, it's, like, it's like snowing outside. And this, like, lump of snow just drops. And it doesn't hit her, but you're like, what the heck is going on? And it's dead silent for, like, ten seconds. And then the mom just looks at him, and she's like, why are you outside? It's freezing. And she brings him inside, makes him his favorite food, and then the dad wakes up. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And over the next four years, this Digimon makes all of this kid's, like, family, like, happy. All the, He has friends. Oh, wow. Because his only wish is that he has friends just like him. And the Digimon thinks that's a great idea. And he makes friends just like him by giving every human in the world a Digimon. <laughs> but nobody knows how to control them. So, like, it just turns into mass fucking panic. What? And the, the kid is like, dude, no, like, this is not what I wished for. And his parents come inside, like, while he's, like, yelling at the Digimon. And while he's yelling at the Digimon, you see both of his parents just collapse. And it turns out that the Digimon had killed his parents years ago and was just controlling them like puppets. Oh, my God. Yeah. As if that's not the most haunting thing you've ever heard. That's great. The kid freaks out. He's like, I have to kill you. Like, you can't be here anymore. And the way that you like the way he decides to kill his Digimon is when you get a Digimon, you get a Digivice. And that's like the link between you and this Digimon. And he drops, he puts it on a table, gets a baseball bat, and like destroys it, and a piece of like metal flies up and like hits him in the eye. And like blood is like dripping out of his eye, and the Digimon's like, You're hurt. And you see the Digimon put its hand over its eye and then just put it on his face, and he gets the Digimon's eye. And then when it cuts back to the Digimon, it's just, like, a void. Like, it looks not correct. And it's, like, it's so uneasy. And then you just see this kid with one gigantic fucked up eye with blood gushing out of it. And then this, like, voidless being just being like, I made all of your dreams come true. I love it. It oh was, sounds God. cool. It rocked. Like, that whole aspect of it rocked. The finale was kind of like, oh. <laughs> but yeah. I got to see some of my favorite Digimon in action. But all of that that's to say, awesome. the yeah, that sounds actually pretty pretty cool. The I very first Digimon Digimon two thousand will never be beat. That's a five out of five movie. That's a perfect movie, and it's a Frankenstein. It's not even a movie that's supposed to exist. Nice. It's just three Digimon shorts that were released in Japan that they just mashed together into one movie. And the guy oh, who did wow. Bell th- does the does one of them. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's the best it's the best one in there. <laughs> like, it That's goes cool. so fucking hard. Oh yeah. It's funny cuz the animation changes three separate oh, times. Nice. <laughs> it's like it's like an anthology film. It feels like it but they're just like and then this happened. <laughs> just like, goes, oh, okay. High recommendation. Um cool. but anyways, enough about Digimon. We need to talk about human beings. And their relationships with uh, women, not Digimon. Welcome to the Shot in the Chaser podcast, Sorry. a podcast where fellas, we should treat our wives better, and we should we yes, should go outside. Always. And we should. <laughs> On tonight's episode, we have uh, what is I'm going I'm going to assume that David Fincher's is is the shot. 
Oh yeah. Gone Girl is the shot. Yeah. For and sure. for the chaser, who does Lars in the Real Girl? Uh, Craig Gillespie. Craig Gillespie. That's right. I changed my Twitter handle to Lars von Trier in the Real Girl after watching really? it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Hell yeah. What up, fellas? Well, other than Priscilla and Digimon, which you guys been watching this week? Well, I got to watch a couple of spooky movies, and then I also got to watch. Did we? We haven't talked about Divinity yet. Have no, we? we have not talked about Ooh, Divinity yet. Okay, well, yeah. we'll just start there. So, yes, uh, 2023, we all got to see Divinity. Lucky us. Yes, not at the same time, unfortunately. Unlucky, Unlucky us. But it was still great. It was fantastic. It was weird. I would definitely recommend it to anyone who listens to the show. If you're interested in watching one of the best of 2023. For sure. Would definitely check it out. For sure. It's not perfect, but... But it embraces that. It embraces that, and it's also one of the more ambitious movies of the year. That's why I'm giving it probably a top 10 spot, just because of its ambitiousness. What did you give it on Letterboxd? Like, or like on a scale of 1 to 5, what would you give it? I'd give it a solid 4. Same. That's what I gave, I gave it. it probably too. swinging to a three and a half on a bad day. Really? If I was gonna See, I'm swinging to a four and a half like on a oh, on a man, good day. Yeah. It nice. really it moved me. Yeah. That movie. You like you like the ending. I cool. loved the ending. The ending was so good. Like it took a second because I was like, "What the fuck is yeah. going on?" And then once I realized like what they were holding, I was like, "No, this is a great. This is like such a. This is what men so badly wished it could be, and it just couldn't land it. Like the stupid fuck face he is, he couldn't land it. But but. Eddie Alcazar, I believe that's how you say his name. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely, like incredible movie. Yeah. Scott Bakula is on like a like doing a press tour and is like, there's there was no script for this movie, like there is really? there was nothing like it was just show up and they're like this is what we're gonna do. Cool. And like that, that rocks because that movie is so chaotic. There yeah. is never a second in that movie where you can predict what's gonna happen. Nope. And yet it doesn't. It, it I feel like it uses its budget well. Yes. There's never a moment where I'm like, oh, that looked bad. Everything yeah. looks really good. Yep. And it, yet it still feels contained. It still feels well presented. I liked all the, yeah. all the textures. What about you, Joe? Yeah, yeah. I was like, the visuals, like, I would say the first, like, 30 minutes and the last 30 minutes of this movie are insane and so good. Yes. And the middle 30 minutes, you kind of get lost. It kind of dulls out a little bit but it's still enjoyable and had more of a story than i was expecting same i really just thought it was a movie that was just trying to shock you especially with its cast it has like literally no one except a porn star and like bella thorne <laughs> and and cecil b demented uh mike O'Hearn was in it also the, right. the, the muscle bound meme was oh there. yeah yeah he's also in it yeah uh, I I was actually scared going into really? watching it. Like I was like, this movie might fuck me up. Like this movie, <laughs> it seems like it could get really chaotic, but it, it had like a really good story that uh, it really carried through till the end. And uh, it was you could kind of comprehend what was going on. Um, even at the end, I'm still a little. I don't know exactly how I interpret what i've seen but i, I have really? an idea i feel like what's yeah. your idea okay no we gotta we gotta do this what, what do you think well i think there's definitely the, like this idea of that like the world is kind of like like the evolutionary process is kind of complete and yeah the, the world almost needs to restart right that's why i feel like at the end we're gonna spoil it a little bit that little like tree sorry divinity thing. heads <laughs> yeah i i feel like even saying this 
Um, <laughs> you won't actually get what I'm saying. You won't believe it. You won't believe it. And, and even watching it, it'll still shock you just yeah. as much. But that little like tree baby thing seems like a uh, like the beginning of a new earth. Or because a new it's like mankind. Because the roots are dicks. Yeah. The roots are, are penises, and it's like the last like twenty pure women on earth that are capable of having kids, and they have this. They have something now that is untouched by divinity. Yeah, and is there? It is the, like it is. This is how Earth restarts. Yeah, which was I. I was like, holy shit! This is so smart. This is so good. Yeah, the scenes where it would like randomly jet into claymation. Yeah, like, the claymation yeah, like, the part fuck? was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I interpreted like it took a minute, but it's like this is just a movie about what if the human race sacrificed integrity for vanity. Yeah, and it ends with the world kind of like just. I don't even know if I would say it's dying out because everybody has eternal life. Yeah. Um. And they, they're able to you know, live forever. So these people, as long as they aren't killed, yeah, can continue going. However, if if they were to die, there's no way for them to start over. Like, it's over at this point. And you have these two alien guys that show up that are like, nope, we have to stop this. Yeah. This can't happen. And I don't I don't fully understand their motive. That's how where they, I'm a little confused. Because I'm like, I don't the think work. they came from the, 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 pure, like the purity people. Like, yeah. I, I feel like they just came on their own volition and were like, oh, this, we disagree with this. This must yeah. stop. I took them as uh, almost like protesters, like people who, who are maybe even children of people who are taking divinity. Or even like you know another planet, like someone who's like, they've already experienced this. They've already like seen their planet kind of get destroyed. Mm-hmm. Well, like, the funny thing is that I, I didn't really interpret them as, as aliens. I Because I, remember I they shot as... down from the beginning, at the beginning of the movie. That's true. That, so, like, Completely I don't know if they are them. aliens, but, like, they're definitely, like, they they're definitely showed up. Travelers, yeah. Right? And you don't, the only, they have these, like, this black stuff on their arms. That's true. That, yep. It's making them just, more distinct. Yeah. It's true. It makes them look, yeah, a little bit more distinct. You don't, and, and they don't really say a lot, and they're they're a little, they feel like they're skilled in what they're doing, at least. Like, they're good at kidnapping, they, they're, you know, talented. Uh, can't handle their liquor. Can't <laughs> handle their liquor, no. I feel like they almost didn't know what it was. Yeah. That's what I kind of, I got yeah. a vibe, like, they're just experiencing new things. Because this is a new place. I don't know. There's that's how I feel like I, I'm getting even more lost the more I no, think about it. Just, it's a good like homage to like it feels like a 1950s horror movie like with the way that it, the way that yeah. it's shot but told in the very told to a very modern audience in a way that is shocking but tastefully shocking. Yeah, and it has like there are moments in the movie where I was like I'm about to I'm about to piss my pants from laughing so yeah. hard, and then there were moments where I was like I'm so like yeah. like if I if I blink right now I'm gonna miss something it's, like so spectacular. It just kept me guessing in a way that I didn't expect it to do. It felt nice going to the theater and watching a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're we're not doing that as much. Me and four dudes sat in total silence right. during that movie. <laughs> yep. Joey and I had the theater to ourselves, but guys, yeah. if you had the opportunity to check it out, I'd check it out. Yeah. It's one of the best movies of 2023. That's facts. Um, a couple, or actually just, just two movies that I watched. Uh, was All Hallows Eve. I wanted to watch another art movie. Not a great movie. No. But 
I didn't mind the art stuff, and the best part of the movie is is that they saved the best for last. I think I think that are you on that crack? The last segment was the last like the last tape. Yeah, that's an that's the worst one. The grindhouse one. <laughs> yeah, the one where it's literally like shot on a regular camera, and then yeah. they just threw a filter over it to make yeah. it look like it was shot on. Fil- that was awful. Terrible. That but, is that was so deplorable. And then you have the alien one, which is fucking the alien awful. One was like boring. The first one like, is the only good one. The first one is so like, dude, what the hell is going <laughs> on? Look, if if I had seen that tape, I would have like freaked out. Shit, yeah, but like shit, every shit other tape hands. isn't isn't like shown like found footage, so it's just like, oh, this is just some dude's like short film project. Got it. Yeah. Whatever. That's how I interpreted it. But that's why I liked how. At the end, that art could control. And you mean Art the Clown? Going. Yeah, Art the Clown. This, this is, is the first Art the Clown movie. Mm-hmm. So I didn't not... mind it. He, he didn't look great, but. So the end of Halloween didn't like end that for you, <laughs> wanting to watch those movies. You're like, that's an all year type of thing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, more power to you. It, man. Ju- it just depends, okay? Yeah. There's, there, there's not a lot on my radar for, for other I movies. Get it. But to not help with the case of I'm watching too many horror movies, I watched another horror movie called (laughs) called Lake Mungo. Yo! Yeah. And I forgot to bring this up to Molly. I need to to bring this up. But Lake Mungo, heavy recommendation from Molly. Great recommendation. I I finally got to sit down and watch it. And I love it personally. I think that even Joey, if you were ever in the mood to watch a found footage movie, I think that that this one would fit the bill. Really? If if you want to watch a, a, a paranormal kind of like ghost, you know. Um, but it's like a it's kind of got a psychological thriller aspect to it. Yeah. Where like it really there's no way for you to like guess what's going to happen in that movie. Really? Yeah, it yeah, really yeah. like it is it is a lot more atmospheric than it is yeah. like shit jumping out at you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It, well, because it, it's it's presented as if it was a true crime special on on TV. It's oh, just it's very okay. to be fair driven. And... It's it's good. It is Australian Laura Palmer. In a way, yeah. That's like, sure. like I love that. I love the movie, but every time I think about it, I'm like, you're just Laura Palmer, but you say crikey instead, <laughs> instead of just screaming. <laughs> yeah, personally, I, I thought I thought it was great. I, um, I think that it's definitely one of the best found footage movies I've ever seen, and if we would classify it as that, yeah. And yeah, I put this right up there with Ghost Watch, WFM, or excuse WF, w- stop w- using that. WF. WFM. <laughs> That's my W-N-U-F. it's my job title. He keeps saying it on the pod. My bad. But yeah. So I loved it. I love both those movies. Check them out if you got the time. And then of course Priscilla too. Heavy recommend. And Divinity. So yeah. what about you, Joe? <clears throat> yeah, I gotta watch a couple movies. Besides uh, I got to finish Sophia Coppola's movies. I watched The Beguiled and uh The Virgin Suicides. So good. Some of her best. Virgin Suicide, the last 20 minutes of that movie, will get you in a way that few movies do. And I I love it. Love her. Uh, that, that's, yeah, I can't say that enough. Um, but then I got to check out uh, Regal does their mystery movies. Yeah. And I, I was kind of excited for the mystery movie this year because, or this month, because I, I felt like there was a lot of movies coming up. Like, really, I can't go wrong. Yeah. And even the movie it was, was a movie I was going to see in theaters anyways. Uh, it was uh, Next Goal Wins of the new Taika 
movie, uh, Taika Waititi, oh, no. and and uh, Matt is laughing because he was in the theater when I watched Jojo Rabbit, and like how much I loved that movie. Like right. he saw like the birth of my fandom of Taika, and like I think shortly after that we probably watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Um, we probably watched a couple other things, but from Joe, I loved Jojo Rabbit so yeah, much. Yeah, you fell in love with me. That's a great movie. That movie, is, yeah, the movie is really good. I can't say that he's ever done anything good right? other than that. Well, and and this movie, I felt like to me was like the well. Have you seen what we do in the shadows? I have. I fucking hate that. What? I hate that. What? Shit. I, I, so I love that movie too. Um, that I watched that after Jojo Rabbit, so maybe that. Had something to do with it. Is that like, oh wow, I watched this movie. I love, but yeah, I I thought Next Goal Wins was gonna be like his next movie that he was doing that he had a lot of passion for because he's done a lot of Marvel shit and he did that weird pirate TV show. So I, I was like, you know, he he's got Michael Fassbender who I love, I adore. I think he's one of the best out there. And like, there's no way this movie is bad. And it was really bad. So it was really bad. It, yeah, it, Damn, the story dude. just sucked. It was very poorly written. Michael Fassbender is maybe his worst role. Holy oh, shit. Oh, my good, good lord. He has, like, no, like, it's almost as if he's given up. Like, the way he delivers lines, it's just, it's so boring. And I was ready to get out of that movie theater uh, so quickly. That's what you get for believing in Taika Waititi. That man, I know. That man, man. Could, that man could kick the can for I, all I care. I really am giving up on him. Like, I, I'm not excited for anything else he makes. Because, like, I I really, I think it. I think Marvel fucked him up. I really do. I blame Marvel. I do. I, I am right there with you. He ever Star Wars, too. Yeah, right. I look at that man, and I think, like, I think of, like, every just stupid-ass thing that he's ever said. And it's so yeah. much. But I always think of like the like the the studios have like sometimes know what they're doing here. Okay, we need to like work with the yeah. studios. We need to help the studio. And it's like you've got to like you got to you got to kill yourself. I'm yeah. sorry, you are part of the problem. And I feel like his Marvel movie, the the Thor movie, was so loved. And everyone, I remember when it came out, everyone was like, "This is the funniest." Thor Ragnarok. Mar- yeah, this is, they were saying this is the funniest yeah. Marvel movie. I never saw it. I didn't either. Molly I, like, said it's kind of funny. I I. Ragnarok? Yeah. yeah. No, but wait, it, that that's not the first one that he did, right? I think it is. It's the, the first, first. He only four. did he only did Ragnarok and the new one, I think. Yeah, I think. But he did three of them. He did. No. no. He did. He did. He did one that was Thor and Hulk, or what? Or like like Jeff Jeff Goldblum was the was 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 the the villain. That's Ragnarok. And then, and then and then you have Hera the sister, which is the second movie, right? And then and then the third movie is Christian I, Bale as the villain. He did three of them. I promise you, he didn't. I'm looking at it right now. He only did Thor, yes. Ragnarok, and Love and Thunder. Yeah, I think I Who think did the first one. I think Love. That's that was like a complete that the first one in like Dark Road or whatever the yeah, fuck are two drastic. Yeah, there's two different. There's directors. two ones before the yeah, Love and Thunder. For sure. And there, Taika didn't those, do any of them. Yeah, Taika didn't do that. And then there's Love and Thunder, and then there's another one. That right? No, no. There's, there's Ragnarok. Only... Okay, there's two before Ragnarok. Two before Ragnarok, and then Ragnarok and Thor: Love and Thunder. And then Thor: Love and Th- I actually saw Thor: Love and Thunder. Stupid, stupid. I actually have a metal like tin that I bought from Regal too from that movie. Oh, but yeah, how did you I, I do it? Yeah, why? Yeah, I don't. It For wasn't where that movie. That movie is one of the worst I've ever seen. I don't think he did that one either, did he? 
What, Ragnarok? No, Love and Thunder. He did Thor Love, Love and yeah, Thunder. He did, oh. he did Love and Thunder. Maybe that's why I saw it. And I don't know why, but in my mind, I, I, I split up those movies <laughs> so much. Yeah, there because that movie has Christian Bale in it and his sister as a part of it. So I think those those are the same movie. Weird. Marvel Marvel fans coping so hard. I know. I don't even because yeah, fuck that movie. I. Yeah. Fuck Taika. Fuck Taika with TD. Yeah. I will say... Popped our, off on the Snyder Cut. I'll kick your fucking ass. The the other movie I watched that was the redeeming part of this week uh, was Dogtooth. Oh, that let's movie, go. We were talking about Yorgos. I just need to talk about that movie. That movie is so good. Blew me away. Nice. Um Hell but yeah. it's a it's like it's a psychological thriller where like it's it's a movie that'll fuck you up and no other that no other movie can do. Yeah. Um would you would you recommend it to anybody? Oh. No, I would not. No, you would you would like no. I would need to be like I wouldn't have to make sure that like we're close and you understand that I'm not like a psychopath. He's not a serial killer. I'm not a serial killer because this is a movie that like I don't even know if I want to admit that I like. Like the the wrong person would would see that movie and be like, Joey is really fucked up. Like that is not okay. Okay, movie for him to like. It's not. It's not a ladybird. No, it is not. Uh, but it's also not quite a sallow. No, no, it's not quite. But it, I will say, it's closer to sallow than it is Lady Um <laughs> Which is that something? Yeah, that's yeah. something. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I will say, like after watching all of Yorgos Lanthimos movies, I am certain that Poor Things is giving enough. I was telling Matt this is given a facade of trying to be this fun happy movie mm-hmm. where i know that movie is gonna like tear the soul out of oh you. it's gonna kill you it's gonna <laughs> like, absolutely like kill but you. the trailers are like so happy and quirky and you have emma stone on the and you have like a funny looking willem dafoe like you're like i feel like and what i think is some of the best acting out of mark ruffalo i've ever seen in my life it's Ouch. it's so like intentionally awful that i'm like yeah. yes Yes, and I love stuff like that. I just like I feel like there's gonna be some people that are gonna be pissed off, but of course people love oh, this movie. Sure. I also I I wonder if this is gonna it's gonna be a little bit more reined in because even the favorite is I mean dog he gets less and less fucked up as the movies progress. So I will say that, but they're all every movie he's made it like really does something that messes with your head. What I'm expecting is yeah. uh, everything everywhere all at once. That's more edgy and and not not edgy but just more it it's not as how do you say it audience friendly it's more it's going to be a more adult version of of that i think that it's going to go for like it's going to go for the emotional bite I don't get. Are, are you guys like? Is there going to be like a multiverse part of it? No, 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 no. Just like you know, like emotional, emotional yeah, from the emo- beats. Uh, yes, like yes, same, yes, yes. Same emotional beats, but it's going to be. You think that, so? I think it's going to be a yeah. very like emotionally devastating yeah. movie. Okay, it'll, yeah. If it'll, anything, it'll, like it'll have both. It'll have both. Where it'll it'll probably shock you, but then it will also. It's it, it it's definitely a movie about womanhood. So I mean, it can't. I don't think it's going to be too devastating because I think that. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to be like that, but that's yeah. just what a lot of movies are doing right now. So yeah, I wouldn't sure. be surprised at all if that movie goes I, that route. I'm I, okay with yeah. that as long as you do it tastefully. I, like it's fine. But I feel like yeah. I feel like the the trailers though are he's he's trying to get like I think it's easily you can kind of tell he's he's trying to get people in the theater. Oh by, yeah. 
like, look who's in this movie. It's going to be fun. That. It's going to be quirky. You're going to see Emma Stone do some weird shit. It sounds like you're going to see Emma Stone, like, fully naked in this movie, if I'm being oh, 100% shit. with you. So I'm, I'm curious how that how that's going to go. Because that's, like, yeah, such I'm a... Sure it's going to a... be a faraway wide shot <laughs> kind of vibe. I don't, I've heard that this is a pretty erotic movie, so I, I'm curious what that means in the grand scheme Dude, of things. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's about a Frankenstein girl who wants to jack off all the time, essentially. <laughs> Which I'm okay... I, like, once again, it can be done very tastefully. Yeah. I think that's that, why I hope is that it's just done tastefully, that, and I, I think, think Yorgos will. Can, be, will like, is anyone going to do it tastefully? I feel like it's got to be Yorgos. I think it's going to be coarse, <laughs> yeah. but tasteful, just, and it's yeah. also going to be reflective on life. It's not. Cool. It, it's not going to leave you high and dry like Sacred of a Killing Deer. Sacred of a Killing Deer. Killing of a sacred deer. <laughs> sacred of the killing deer. Sacred of the killing deer. I can't believe I said that. I'm typing that out. <laughs> sacred of the killing deer. And it, when does it come out again? December 8th, I think. Gosh, I hope so. Yeah, December 8th. Hopefully. So literally one more month. Nice. We're excited. Yeah, hope very. you guys will come and see it in your local theater. <laughs> like, because we made it? Because we made it. No, I, I hope that you guys enjoy it. I'm thinking that we're going to enjoy it. It's going to be a good vibe. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm thankful. Like, I, Well, wait, have you seen them all then? Yep. Nice. Damn. Oh, so you're yeah. all set. Well, yeah, I want to rewatch The Favorite. I have seen The Favorite. It's been a while, but I want to rewatch it before I see it. Um, yeah, they don't even have a showtime for that yet. So, but they got Max Lucado's Because of Bethlehem showtime on December 8th. <laughs> So maybe we get poor things on December eighth. We'll find it. If not, I would go to Alamo for that. I would yeah, absolutely Alamo. do an Alamo because we, we should honestly th- consider that because Boy and the Heron comes out that day too. Yeah, maybe. So I could, I could, so let me let me say this: it comes out on the eighth. That's a Friday. Yeah. I couldn't take that day off. Yeah. The ninth, I'm getting Molly and I are getting tattooed. But the tenth, I don't know if we have anything going on. Maybe a Sunday. We could Come down. Yeah, what is we it? We could do a day. December tenth. December tenth. Yeah. yeah, it's a Sunday. Oh yeah, I mean I don't see why not. Yeah, I would I'm say down. tentatively. Yes. Let's pitch that. This yeah. is our Barbenheimer. I'm cool with that. The boy and the poor thing. <laughs> we gotta make sure. That, we gotta make sure they're both playing at Alamo too. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, that could be something. That, I feel like if anything, they'll play at Violet Crown for sure. That would be. Dope. I think Alamo is gonna get them. But Alamo's yeah. gonna get at least one of them. Yes, at least I don't know. It might. It, I, I mean, genuinely it think it's both. getting both. Yeah, it, it's, it's. I think we're just so used to having such a dog shit theater, <laughs> but yeah. I think that we are absolutely getting both just in Charlottesville. Yeah, that would be tight. I'm down. Did you watch anything else this week? Nope, that was it. Yeah, sick. What about you next? So I watched Divinity. I watched the new Digimon movie, and then when I got home last night from the Digimon movie, Molly was like, "Hey, let's watch a Sailor Moon movie," and I was like, "Hey." Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what to expect. And I said that, I was like, I don't really know what I'm walking into. And she was like, you love shows about women who are friends. You are going to love this movie. And damn, it was so good. Like, it was nice. literally just, it was literally just girls, women being friends. Cool. And it, it rocked. Um, so that was, I, I was like, by the end, I was like, damn, am I about to go through a Sailor Moon, like, kick? Where I just watch, like, every <laughs> Sailor Moon piece of content? Do it. I don't know. It may happen. I, I know this week we're watching... I'm getting hurt because I watched that. I'm like, you have to watch the 2000 Digimon movie. So we'll, 
I'm excited to see Ooh. the turnaround on that. That movie rocks, man. Like a total ska soundtrack. It's yeah. all it's all good. <laughs> That's amazing. It goes so fucking hard. Um but yeah, anyways, that that is all I watched. I really only watched the Sailor Moon movie, Divinity, and um and nice. the Digimon movie. I've been I've been at weddings and doing all kinds oh, of crazy yeah. shit and working and doing other shit. It's okay, man. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's, it's good. Getting sure. getting in three movies up in during a week is that's a good. And then amount. the podcast movies. Yeah, that's oh true. God, that's, that's true. Lot, yeah. That's a lot. I watched Lars. I watched Lars while I was working, and it was like, I was yeah. I was like, what if I just clocked out and just didn't come back? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, absolutely devastating but let's mm-hmm. let's hold off on that first our shot tonight is david fincher's gone girl matt what is gone girl about gone girl came out in 2014 and the tagline goes like this you don't know what you've got till it's <laughs> that's it till it's gone girl hey oh, <laughs> summary follows With his wife's disappearance having become the focus of an intense media circus, a man sees the spotlight turned on him when it's suspected that he may not be innocent. Coming in at a 4.1 on Letterboxd. That is is a good place for it to be. And amazing, amazing summary. Amazing summary. Yeah, literally. Like, I, I texted Joey probably 10 minutes into watching it with you guys. Yeah. Because, like, everybody's just like, fuck Ben Affleck. This guy absolutely has something to do with it. Like, like, and even if she's, like, like, everybody just was all against Ben Affleck. and was like, he absolutely did something. And I'm just like, you poor, poor, simple people. You believe that that, that, this is a two and a half hour movie and an hour in, we're going to (laughs) just, that's it. We've already decided who killed the, the girl. Nah. That shit... I am so jealous of you that yeah. you got to witness that. Because the first the time first I saw time. that, like, I, I had to, like, pause the movie. Because I was like, right. no fucking way. No fucking way. My 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 girlfriend, when I, when, when I was, uh, I think, like, two, I think it was 2016, I came home one day and she was like, do you want to watch Gone Girl? And I was like, I had never seen it. I was like, where the hell did that come from? Which, in retrospect, is, like, a fucking terrifying thing. My girlfriend has never mentioned this movie once and then is like, you want to watch Gone Girl? <laughs> <laughs> You want to see how it'll be done? Right. Oh my god! <laughs> it's it's a it's one of my favorite twists in all of like every movie, all movie history. Like it's it is such a like flip the script on you moment yeah. in such an unbelievable way. But it's Fincher, so it's executed flawlessly, and it doesn't at any point feel unbelievable. You you see this woman pull the like the biggest like it's just a prank moment of all time and not a she doesn't miss a beat everything is so meticulous yeah personally i think that she's a great villain Mm -hmm. i think that she looks stylish while doing some some fucked up stuff and i this is i think the first movie that i've ever seen this actress in i don't know her name Rosemond, is it Puck? Pike? Pike. Pike. Yeah. She destroyed it. She gives such a haunting performance, and I really enjoy where where the the you know the story goes with her. And she she goes through so many uh, changes. Yeah. Emotionally, and then you think that you understand her, and then you're like, oh my god, like I don't I don't know. This is so weird. Like yeah. Oh my goodness, and. Uh, 
she 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 just plays it so well it it comes across as extremely believable and melancholic and um very very psycho yeah yeah (laughs) but but she it's done really well it's done really well really tastefully i think a lot of that credit goes to fincher yeah oh yeah for sure even the you know the 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 one thing that i just wanted to mention kind of on a different tangent but how the movie opens up the dialogue is so different but but it's because it's fabricated the moment you you revealed that to me i was like oh that makes perfect sense now because the like everything is so weird and almost scripted and yes. then when you exit that realm everything mm. is normal now and you're like whoa wait and then like the dialogue comes across as different people are having different rhythms in their in their how they speak everything it feels like an indie rom-com when At you're first, reading when you're reading yeah. her diary yep. yeah. and then it would cut back to like present day and it'd be like what the fuck ha- <laughs> had to have happened so like so for these two people to just fucking hate each other and like as it's going you're getting more diary entries and it's like what made ben affleck snap man what the fuck is the matter with ben affleck the scene where like it does the slow motion of him like throwing her up against the wall and the loud like waning music is playing and you're just like dude this guy killed his wife (laughs) there is no way he did not kill his wife yeah and then when it's revealed that yeah like all of the diary entries that they find are all fake it's just like so good it is so good so it's such good. a genius evil yeah. evil genius move yep and it, it like she is the perfect character to pull up a twist like that but fincher's writing is also solid so it comes across as very smooth it's mm-hmm. not very jarring when you see it you're like oh shit and now all of a sudden you're left with a really cool psycho character that, yes. that you get to spend more yeah. time with that's why i was so excited to be like we get to spend time with her in a different environment. Yeah. And then, and then when she gets mugged, I love seeing stuff like that. Like yeah. watching psychotic characters, how do they react to other psychotic characters when mm-hmm. they end up quarreling? I love that so much. So the fact that you got that on top of the murder mystery, yeah. you know, yeah. Nick walking around kind of finding different clues. So good. I mean, so, yeah. so good. And my Batman, unstoppable in this. He's <laughs> so good. Batman. Yeah, yeah, Ben Affleck is so great in this movie. I think I think Res- Rosamund Pike's like when she makes that switch at the end, it's so good and so seamless, and it she plays it off so well um, that I, I I feel like few actors have that ability. She's in another movie called I Care a Lot that I watched where she has a similar type of background where she's like evil, but she's like got to be this come off as nice but secretly. And I feel like she does that so well. She's such a good villain and so, so easy to, like, really not like. Right. Like, you, like once you know everything that she's done, you're like, oh, I hate you. Yeah. And she just keeps getting like worse. you're pure evil. You are. You are a genuinely, yeah. like, you shouldn't be allowed to exist. Yeah. This, is, this is a redemptionless shell of a human being. Insane. But you also have Nick, who is kind of this weird in-between character this he's is a bad not, guy he's well, not he good bad but yeah. he's not good he's the victim like, in this he's the victim in this but he's like he's he's not like this like completely blameless guy that has never done anything wrong he's right. cheating on his wife he's he's ready he's mentally checked out of this marriage like he's also kind of a moocher he's, he's a bit of a moocher kind, yeah. kind of a leech he doesn't really do a whole lot yeah so that's just not good character so it's he he's like 
run-of-the-mill asshole. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, he's like normal asshole. He's a guy that named that Nick he, that owns a bar that his wife bought. Yeah, like, yeah wife this guy sucks. He's just running the money yeah, into the ground. He's like run-of-the-mill asshole, someone who, who you would run into. Like maybe one out of every ten people are yeah. kind of like this. Yeah. But then the his wife is like the one in, in a thousand. It's like the, the maybe a one in whatever, a hundred thousand. But yeah. The, the psych, psychotic. And I, I love seeing even those. Yeah. The, that How that relationship unfolds. And, and you even get like kind of like why she is the way she is from her parents. How yeah. like... They were writing all these amazing Amy stories that yeah. weren't about her, but were indirectly, you know. She wasn't wasn't able to accomplish all of these things, but her parents are writing about this amazing daughter that they yeah. almost wish they had. And so she's, you know, always like not trying to be someone she isn't. Which I feel like at, like that that's such a small part of the movie, but like it adds so much to her character. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of that in this movie where just like there's small things they say that adds to like their character development. You understand that like by the end, Amy is this fully fleshed out character that you kind of feel like you understand, but you almost don't know how fucked up she can get. Right. Yeah. There's something that tells you like she didn't cross any lines that she yeah. felt like bad about right. throughout that yeah. whole movie. Like everything she was like, eh, it she is did what, it what is. she had to do in yeah. her mind. Yeah, which oh, is for scary. Sure. And I even think that she has a way of controlling Nick. In the way that she spoke oh, yeah. to him. Oh, of course. And obviously how the movie ends. I mean, he makes a, a 180 based on his plan. Yeah. Um, I mean, he has to. But, she she checkmates him. Yeah. She's like, I'm pregnant. And you can't prove that I'm not. And it's like, you're fucked. You're absolutely fucked. You can't get out of this now. See, I didn't, I didn't feel that way about it personally. But... Only because I thought that he would be willing to challenge that. I, I interpreted it as... Would you as challenge her. somebody who just did all of that? I yeah. would challenge nothing. That's psychopathic. It's hard to, like, prove it. I feel like it's his word versus hers and, like... You gotta go down swinging. I mean, but here's the, here's the thing. Yeah, if she... If, if, if he's he wrong... If he's wrong, though, and she's... Because she could definitely have been pregnant. She had Neil Patrick well, Harris's yeah. semen in her. She could definitely be pregnant. They could do a DNA test on the baby. But like, here's, he would just be like, just, here's the th- it's not my baby. But here's the deal. This guy, th- no matter if he if he leaves and she is pregnant, there is no scenario where he does not look like the bad guy. Yeah. Because I mean, now it's like my wife was kidnapped, she was she was raped, and now we are now we are parents and I'm I'm out. Or that my wife was kidnapped, she was raped, it's the rape baby. She wants to keep it. I'm out. It's still just like, dude, what the fuck? Like, you don't look great in either, either of these way, scenarios. For, for sure. I, I I, still, like, am left thinking that it's it's her having control over him. Either way, like, whether, whether it's for the, 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 the simple reason that he just gave up and, and because he was cornered or he gave up just because he was done, you know? Yeah. He, yeah. he just was like, I, fuck it. But, yeah, this movie great movie if you haven't seen it yet i strongly recommend it first time watching it i mean it would it blew me away david fincher hasn't let me down so i he doesn't do he normally doesn't do that did you ever i know you don't watch tv shows but did you ever try watching mindhunter i've heard of it it's david fincher's show that he did on netflix yeah and it was they canceled it after two seasons which was like the most incorrect thing It, it was like one of the best things netflix ever put out 
And I remember like right after they canceled it, they like tweeted out like, we don't cancel shows that, that don't deserve to be canceled. And it's like, yeah. you literally canceled. They had to like justify it. Yeah. And it's like, no, this was a great show that like the second season ends on such a like crazy like note that you're like, oh my God, where's this going to go from here? It's Fincher went in on that show. Yeah. That's a high recommendation. Also, I would, I would, I, I could throw it on redacted if you ever like, yo, I need like just 20 episodes of some bullshit. Sweet. I know how you are with TV shows, so I understand if that day never comes. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's true. I unfortunately, I I don't know why. I just take my sweet ass time with them, yeah. and then I had never finished. Them. I know. I start them like this is good, and I'm like I'm I'm good. I I, I, I got everything it. I need. Yeah. I get that though. I can only like shows that are like more than like two or three seasons now. I'm like, oh my god, who has the time? Like right. I don't, I can't do that. The last time I think I did it was The Sopranos because it was just like, all right, like I was hooked like the second it started and I was like, this is never going to not be good. I'm just going to keep going. And it wasn't. It was all, it it held a very consistent flow. That's the beauty about shows. And that's also the beauty about good directors like back to Fincher. Like he, he just, he consistently makes good product and he's, he's definitely a director that I would Mm -hmm. like to, to, to watch all of his films. I've seen enough to where I feel like I could cap it off and be like, all right, there is, you know, watch three movies and I've got it. Yeah. I feel like I have all the bad ones left that I haven't. All the bad ones left. Yeah. Well, you still watch all the major ones. Girl with the dragon tattoo. Right. That's a great movie. Don't let anybody tell you it's not. That is such a good movie. I've, I've, I've heard people say that, that it's awesome. And I've heard people say it sucks. I've seen clips of it and it looks awesome. I mean, here's my thing. I don't like Benjamin Button. I think that's a dog shit movie. Oh yeah. I think Fight Club Fight Club is like the most overrated movie overrated. ever made. Yeah, it is very not not worth a, like an inkling of your time. And also, CGI I'm... sex scene, what the fuck, guys? Stupid. Why did we do that? The social network though, great. Great movie. Panic Room, great. Zodiac, great. Zodiac Alien three, great. I don't care what anybody says. That is a good seven. Movie. Seven, good movie. I love seven, yeah. Mm. I didn't know he did Alien Three. I don't know that Alien he did. 3, yeah. I didn't know that he did one of the Love, Death, and Robots shorts on Netflix. Oh, hey. He also did cool. Mank, which I've been wanting. I to never watch saw Mank. Yeah, that's one of those that I feel like it's not going to be as good as all of his other stuff because I feel like that was straight to Netflix. Yeah, it was yeah. So, uh, I don't even remember people, that being a Fincher movie. People who like that movie yeah. really like that movie. <laughs> I think it was a COVID movie too, so it just kind of came. Yeah, but people, I know like a, whoever it's about was. Uh, big into oh he wrote citizen kane's by the guy who wrote citizen kane so I, i've heard good things about it but yeah it's venture hopefully killer the the killer is that right i can't yeah. imagine that being that seems more his wheelhouse yeah i, I have michael fassbender nothing but faith yeah and michael he can act michael fassbender has made some bad movies man we have to admit that oh, he did the assassin's sure. creed movie he did I completely dude i have yeah. not seen that that's crazy i i don't think anybody saw it yeah yeah i yeah, you you'd be hard pressed. If there's anyone out there listening and you have seen it, please come on to the show so that we can yeah. watch it. I'm a huge Assassin's Creed fan. I love Altair. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love Ezio. <laughs> Dude, I used to I used to own an Assassin's Creed statue. What the fuck? A, that? Mini, a mini statue. For which game? The second. Okay. It was it was Ezio like doing his like class. The revolution of Rome has begun. <laughs> so good. It's it's yeah. It was good then. <laughs> there was no need for a movie. 
There was absolutely no, no need for a hell no. And there's no. no need for them to still be making Assassin's Creed games. No, and yet one just so came sad. out. It's literally just came out. It's, yeah. no, it's time to stop. It's time to it's stop. bad, too. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Michael Fassbender. Hopefully yeah, this new movie will be good. The though. killer. Yeah, the we'll killer, see. Yeah. I, I, I've heard that it is exactly what it what it says it is mm-hmm. and nothing more. So if you're really into that, perfect. That's all if I want. If you're not, yeah, it's like I'm, I'm down for it. I've, I've heard that it's not just about one kill. It's literally about like multiple. He does multiple jobs in the yeah. movie, and it just kind of follows him around. I'm into that. I'm into it. That sounds, yeah. that sounds like Holy Motors, yeah. but David Fincher, David Fincher yeah. narrating it. The, the sad thing is, it was supposed to come out, I think, uh, today or tomorrow in hmm. theaters, and uh, it's there's no showtime, so who knows if we even get it. One thing I'm, I'm excited to experience that I really liked about Gone Girl. And the killer is the soundtrack. I have, I've, yeah, oh I've my always God. liked David Fincher's soundtrack. The soundtrack yeah. in this movie is like beautiful, though. Yeah, this one's like I would listen to it. Yeah, separate from the movie. It was, this is it was probably like my a, favorite soundtrack, and it's also extremely movie. haunting. It's yes. weird, very strange, but loved it. It's a very, very nice soundscape. It has so many textures and just weird melodies that you don't yeah. really expect what do you think of the cast like the all like the whole yeah. like the full cast because there are some weird acting choices in this i think or weird actor good. choices per, uh, personally, like tyler like perry him. tyler perry is oh, in I, don't, it. I don't mind tyler perry. i know i mean i love he, tyler perry it was just strange. weird seeing him in gone girl no like, for sure for, well i mean when he medea is dude, in gone girl dude, I mean, yeah exactly yeah. Whenever, when, whenever he popped up i just started joking but then when he when he was in when he was in the character i was like Oh, this is this only makes sense. Yeah, like there's, he's phenomenal. There, there's in this. no bad points yet to this at all. Same with Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, like yeah, kind like once he again, plays a very bizarre right. character. But it is kind of strange. You're not really expecting that type of character. I think that's why he maybe casted them is to yeah. to to give it a, another flair or you know just yeah. casting people that you're not really expecting, and then it's making you feel that way. It's making you feel a little off. And yeah, this movie feels like the like. The movie is so much about Ben Affleck and Rosamund Pike that you really you get very small glimpses of anyone else in this movie. True. They they really take up most of the screen time to where I felt like they weren't Tyler Perry and Neil Patrick Harris, they weren't very they weren't distractions to me. Like they yeah. were just they were smaller roles it felt like that you saw them for like 10 15 minutes and mm-hmm. you were done with them it seemed like. But and, they they were really well done. Yeah. And they did have enough. Um, yeah, enough. Done. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't too little, but it wasn't overshadowing of the main people who really needed the most time. Yeah. For sure. I agree. I think it, it helped with like we're just gonna focus because this it really felt like more of a character study than it yes. was like telling a story. It was this is how these people would act in this type mm-hmm. of situation. It all feels very. It feels very real. Like yeah. there's never a part that feels like this is too fantastical. I cannot get. I cannot keep up with this. Like it all, everything has a logistical explanation to it. Every character, the way that they develop as the movie goes, it's like yeah. Like this, I feel like this is exactly how a human being in this scenario would react. Not like how should we? How should the script go? Where he, where he finds out that his wife's been doing this the whole time. It works. It just it all it all comes together really well. Um, what would you give it? I gave it. Let me double check because I I think I changed it last night. Yes, I did change it. It was weird. I got on my letterbox and I saw that I rated it three and a half, and I was like, "That's not right." That's I don't know what yeah. the fuck. I it's a four and a half. This is a Jesus. phenomenal movie. 
This is yeah. this is probably my favorite Fincher movie. Nice. It's it is good from the minute it starts to the minute it ends. Best one of the best plot twists in movies I've ever seen. Made me even want to read the book that it's based on to the to that point. Um, I don't know if there's anything really like that I have to say negative about it because yeah. I I think they're like it's still a nine, but like it is it's great. It is it is so so good. Damn it's near just, perfect. It's just not entirely your thing. It's, right. There's something about it that's good. not there. Yeah. Yes. I agree. That's that's how I generally feel about most of Fincher's work is that it's really damn good. There's just yeah. something there that I'm not connecting with. Yeah. Um, some movies have it less than others. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's seven is, is, is really good. Yeah. But there's even some points in seven where it's like, I don't know. It, it's just, it, it's what's not in the perfect. box. What's in the box. No. Oh God. Oh no. <laughs> yep. No God. <laughs> Which is, it's Dude, funny. I love that part. I know. Yeah. I know it's just me against the world. They are, they are four and a half to five movies. Yes. Yeah. They're in that that, Usually, that bracket. Yeah. yeah. On a good day, I'll give them a five. On a on a on a harsh day, yeah. it's a four point five. It's like That's it still is a really good yeah. movie. Yeah. No, I'm with cool. you. Cool. Yeah, four and a half. Yeah, I'm so. saying four and a half as well. Cool. And where are you at? Four and a half. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Damn. Yeah, man. Love when that happens. Love when we all agree. That's yeah. always such a good moment. Bro, well, I mean, another time. movie I think we're going to I'm scared. Pretty, pretty much agree on. I'm scared. You think so? I'm oh, scared no. there may be some differences. Oh, okay. Oh, I think there, there might all be right. then. Right. Well, here we go. Let's get into Lars and the Real Girl. Directed by Craig Gillespie. Came out in 2007. <laughs> 2007? 2007. 2007. The tagline goes like this. The search for true love begins outside the box. Mm. And the summary That follows. just makes me want Taco Bell. <laughs> this is kind of a long summary. Extremely shy Lars finds it impossible to make friends or socialize. His brother and sister-in-law worry about him. So when he announces that he has a girlfriend he met on the internet, they are overjoyed. But Lars's new lady is the life-size plastic woman. On the advice of a doctor, his family, and the rest of the community go along with his delusion. Man, I swear to God, if this town was real, like, world peace in, like, a matter of days. Right. Like, I, the first time, so this was not my first time seeing it, but I I feel like when I first watched it, I was, like, at somebody's house, and, like, it was kind of, like, on in the background, like, wasn't fully paying attention. So, like, watching this, and I remember devastating me then. And watching this now, like I was like, isn't like I feel like there has to be a moment where like someone just comes out of nowhere and just bullies the shit out of Lars for this. <laughs> and it just no. never happens. Never happened. It is just is just a town that is even the girl that is head over heels for him is yeah. just like, I'm here for you, bud. Yeah. I'm gonna go through this with you. Everybody's all about it. Yeah. And it has like this beautiful score that's going the whole time. And it's like it's such an emotionally draining movie to get mm. through. I I, st- I do still love this movie. I yeah. fear that I'm I'm curious about Matt because I feel like Matt's gonna give. I honestly think you're gonna give it the lowest score. Really? I do. Probably. I I, I actually really enjoyed this uh, um, a lot. I, it, I don't personally. think that's a risk for me to for it to happen for me. It's not. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. right. You're right. Yeah, because this this doesn't have blood. Yeah. Uh, for first and foremost, but um, Lars and the Real there Girl. There is death. There is death. <laughs> Lars and the Real Girl Kinda. is, I think, a, a very, it's a very charming um, indie. Is it indie? I don't know. Um, it, I would say so. This is this is young, depressed Gosling. Right. 
um, early Craig Gillespie, you know, before he's made any of the 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 real big bangers that what has that, Craig that Gillespie done? done? Hasn't he done I Tanya? I Tanya and Dumb Money, that movie oh, I watched with Paul and Cruella and, and, and Cruella, yeah, yeah which was, was not bad. I, I know people ne- hated it, never but saw I liked it. it. But he's he's I known thought, for a lot after, bigger movies. After but, I heard that the movie opens with her dog getting or her mom getting killed by dogs, I was like. This is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. And I saw the scene with yeah. the two dogs running her off a cliff. So yeah, this is the, I guess, the second movie he made. He made another movie in 2007, but they both came out the same year. What's, the, what's that one called? Mr. Woodcock. Oh, wow, yeah. I I've saw never that. heard of that. Um, yeah. This movie actually, Lars and the Real Girl, got nominated for an Oscar for Best Writing. As it should. Yeah. As it most definitely should. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a feel-good movie. I was kind of it's surprised. Just so, it, it's so cozy. The moment it finished, I knew that that I needed to add it to a list that I have on Letterboxd, and it's called yeah. Calm and Collected. And it's literally just a list of movies that I think fit a particular vibe where you can just put them on at, you know, kind of like in the afternoon. You're just chilling. You want to watch something that's going to be a little emotional but very calm and just doesn't really go above a certain point. Yeah. dramatically i'm sorry did you just say a little emotional yeah right i mean it is it is a little emotional i i i teared up like like shamelessly at the end of that, oh, that movie that. like i'm like at work just like oh man i get that i i see it as just he just was growing as a person it just it felt it felt like 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 a good you know, a good journey that, yeah. that 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 we went on with the with this character. I don't think it's perfect. I'm not going to give it a five, but I do think I, I would give it a strong four. Well, now we know I'm what Joey's giving it. <laughs> right out the gate, four, four, four and a half. I, it's like it's it. Yeah. I like I like this more than I like Paddington, and I would put kind of these two movies almost in the really? same like feel good. They're trying to reach. I know that Paddington's made for children. I know, for uh, for sure, but kinda. like I don't know, man. I didn't feel good like in any given yeah. moment during this movie. I oh, felt I mean, like yeah, the whole journey yeah, I don't, is very uncomfortable. Yeah, like Paddington's kind of happy for most of it. It's like kind of it's you're mo- you're supposed to feel happy during it at least. Yeah, there, I mean, there's some like shenanigans that supposed happen. to feel happy. Yeah, Lars and the Real Girl. I feel like that movie. I mean, it, it's wacky, and I, I remember the first time. John Michael actually uh, showed it to me and was like, dude, this movie, it's weird. And that's how he, like, started it off. Um, he's like, this is a weird movie. It's got Ryan Gosling in it. But you, you should just try it. I think this is a movie you'll like. Uh, I saw this years ago. I, was th- I think I was still living in New York. And I, I remember it just hit so hard. I loved it. This is actually the movie that I give credit to, at least. I don't know if it's the actual movie that did it, but it probably is. That, like... Opened my eyes to how good Ryan Gosling is as an yeah. actor because I I uh, always equated him with like the Notebook guy like yeah. he's like this rom com he's not a he's not like the actor for guys <laughs> for <laughs> right right <laughs> I always I always felt like you know he's gonna do those Nancy Myers you know this, he's not uh, for the oh, he's sure. not for the fellows he's, he's not he's for the not. fellows you're right yeah. <laughs> this is the first time I was like man no Ryan Gosling he's got it man I I really like this so. I think a lot of like my love for this, there is like a little bit of like nostalgia. Like I, this is a movie I've loved for so long. This is a movie I think that has like a similar feeling to me, like that um, Fantastic Mr. Fox does for you. Like I love watching this movie in the fall. 
Like, yeah. this is something that, like, I can turn... Like, I will not watch this movie in July. Like, that will no, not... No, it wouldn't make it. This is a perfect, like, fall, rainy yeah. evening movie. Yeah, well, like, when I picked this movie, I knew that, like, if I didn't get to this movie by, like, February, it, oh, I wasn't going to watch it. This was the right call. Yeah. This was the right, this was <laughs> just set. New. I watched it, like, while, like, the sun was going down. Yeah. And, like, I can see out my window, and I just... All I can see is just dead trees and, like, a slightly red sky. And just watching this, I'm like... Oh, this is such yeah. a good vibe. But at the same time, I'm like emotionally tarnished. Like yeah. every minute of that movie. Like it's so good, man. It's so it's so well made. And I can remember like when it when it came out and my they would play the trailer for it and my mom would lose her fucking mind. She'd be like, It's a movie about a guy that loves a doll. It's so <laughs> yeah. fucking stupid. And like that she I think she bring up like the movie Mannequin. She's like, it's the same yeah. fucking thing. And Mannequin is like an awful movie. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like it's reluctant. Kinda... I was like, you're right, this sounds kind of ridiculous. And then it was on at a party or something, and I sat down and I remember just being like, Whoa, this is a lot to take in. I really should watch this movie in its entirety one day. And then I didn't until this week. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Hey, I mean, yeah, same thing for me. For first time watching it, I thought that they did. Long time listener, job. first time watcher. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, that great, great movie, great early performance by Ryan Gosling, and yeah, I I had a good time with it personally. I thought it just, I know it's not a feel good movie, but by the end, I just feel like we we you grew kinda, so much with you, the character. Like, oh I, yeah. I, don't know, I take it more as more as a story of. Yeah. A community coming together to help this guy get through some shit, and that. he gets through the yeah. shit. Like that's yeah. th- that that's. I agree with you there, but you, like the part of like this man that just like he's sad. He had this father that was distant from him. He didn't really like. He's he's like he's just really sad, and he need he's he's lonely, and um, he is. He, he's trying to like cope with it in his own way. You see this man just trying to like figure it out and. To, I, I think the town coming b- beside him and backing him and helping him get through this and the doctor, like, I, I remember finding out that the doctor, when when the doctor's, like, bringing him inside the office and is kind of is being his therapist yeah. and trying to, being a doctor to him, obviously, I thought that was, like, such, like, a sweet, endearing, like, man, I wish, like, this was a real thing that happened in real life because I feel like this doesn't happen. No! I wish it did. It goes back to the town. Like, I, I just wish, like, people were this kind. Because, like, How there's hard? no way. Yeah, like, and the fact that he gets the girl in the end. At the, anyways, like, that's if, why I, if a girl uh, watched a, a man go through what he just did, there's yeah. no way she <laughs> still wants to be with him. Like, no. Ryan Gosling's now the crazy man of the town. He's forever gonna be labeled as the in reality, but yeah, in this movie, the guy who no, dated everyone's a like, hell yeah, yeah, dude! Everybody in that town will bring up Je- will bring up Bianchi, Bianchi, Bianchi. Bianchi. <laughs> it's okay. I was about to call her Jessica, so I don't know where that. I have no idea where that even came from. But yeah, Bianchi, Bianca, Bianca. Um, I lost my whole fucking thought. <laughs> I think so they're, they're going to bring it up anytime, like, they talk about him. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. there's nobody, and, like, God forbid somebody from out of town shows up yeah. and, like, moves in. They're like, hey, by the way, that's Lars. Do I have the craziest fucking story for you, but you cannot yeah. bring it up, like, ever. like, ever. Yeah. First of all, his name is Lars. Yeah, right. They strike one already. Humongous oof. He's probably going to be crazy if his name is Lars. 
already. <laughs> Our one Lars listener is like, yeah. fuck, man. I feel like they'd agree. I feel like if we have a Lars listener, they know. (laughs) They know. They're aware. It's okay, though. We love you anyway. The Lars listeners. And if if you've seen any Lars von Trier movies, that's our only correlation. (laughs) Yeah, that's it, right? There's nothing else. I don't know any other Lars, honestly. Yeah, we know know nothing. (laughs) But yeah, once again, I I had a great time in this movie. So it it was a fun watch enjoyed it strong four four and a half yeah four and a half on a, on a really good day four on a probably probably a bad day it's not it there it, it it's so harmless in the sense yeah. that it's not really trying to do a whole lot yeah. but what it does it does really well and yeah it's good i mean i can see why he was given bigger projects you know right. he took something kind of small something that He's in a, he has a couple things like like he's in a movie called Half Nelson that I think came out around this. That's time. a big That's one. Also really good. That's a big one. Yeah. Same directors that did uh, Captain Marvel did that movie. It always <laughs> surprises me. Like the, the mighty movie. always fall. Greta Gerwig is all like, I would love to do a superhero movie now. Yeah, they always know, they take what we love and destroy them. Yeah. Well. Oh man. We'll see. Sometimes people are able to stay creative in their Sophia own way. Sofia Coppola. But... You know she was given probably tons of opportunities for marvel but yeah she did a diss on elvis bold yeah. bold so good a back slap yeah. to, to uh, I, elvis I, and boz lerman yeah. I, I feel like she's she like filling in that void that like greta gerwig used to be in my life oh damn i'm getting that vibe i'm getting that vibe i mean i <laughs> the 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 Religious trauma in me is real fucking excited to see her Chronicles of Narnia movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, yeah. Like, look, that sounds like it's gonna fucking rock. But I'm also like, oh man. <laughs> oh, I'll be in the theater. Don't you worry. There'll be, be nothing that shocks sure. me. Yeah. I'm hoping it'll be good. I'm I'm kind of expecting it to be really good. Personally, really, I hope personally, so. it's just because of what what she did with with Barbie. Even though I didn't mesh with it a hundred percent, yeah, it was still a really fucking good effort for a movie about a doll. So it's right. like it, that's true. It did push the boundary and it pushed the movie in a direction that I was not fucking expecting. So yeah. I can at least give it that. So I want to see what she's gonna do with Narnia because I know she's not gonna watch the 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 previous entries and be like. Let's do it like that. She's Let's not make it more that. religious. Yeah, she's yeah. not gonna do that. You or, know that or it's like we're we're just gonna do that, but we're just gonna up the CGI. Like, you know, Aslan's gonna look so fucking real. Okay, I, he's got a six pack. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's this crazy electric guitar riff plays whenever he walks on screen. <laughs> and he does like the the MGM roar. Yeah. Straight hard roar. Yes. God, please, Greta Gerwig, don't do this. No, I yeah. need that now. That uh, image has been burned into my brain. Anyway, so Lars and the Real Girl is yeah. a really good movie, Matt. <laughs> yeah. We went off on a whole tangent there. I, I'm i really conflicted about the end of that movie. That, that, really? that, is, what's, that is what is preventing me from getting the five. Really? Yes. Why so? so? Because he gets the girl in the end. Yeah. And I'm like, at your dead wife's funeral, yeah. you're going to get the girl at the end. And I get that, like, Bianca's not real. But yeah. to him, she was. To him, yeah. she was the realest thing. And so for him to just be like, oh, well, yeah, now I'm going to hang out with this girl. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's a part of me that he knew, like, 
what she was to him. And like he he finally was like learning like how to get along with people. Yeah. And yeah. He figured out how like this but, how but people like, work. Imagine Imagine if you were anybody in that town and you yeah. went through all of that and the next day he's dating yeah. that girl, like you'd be kind of like, oh, he's a, he's a dirtbag. Well, he's, he's, he's a lady killer. I will say that the town he is killed totally that cool with it. Yeah, they're fine with it. Of because, course they are. Because, right? Because that's, because that's, that's, that's the this thing. perfect town we live in. Yeah. But that's also why I wouldn't give it a five either. Because it's just, it's, it's good, but it ain't that good. Like that ending, uh, like, is yeah. the only complaint I have yeah. about that whole well, movie. It's just, it's just the town is too good. It's like it, it just comes down once again to a. <sighs> it's good, but it's yeah. not fully my thing. It's you know, it had it. It would have had to be a little. You bit hate more that wholesome shit. You hate that yeah, wholesome I, shit. I'll definitely hate on some wholesome shit. This this movie had enough uncomfortability in it for me yeah. to to rate it high, yeah. but the wholesome stuff is what's holding it back. That's see, that's that's nuts. That's that's the wrong take. <laughs> the wholesomeness is what carries you through this yeah. movie because like it's so yeah, it devastating that you need you need like just like a tap out to be like all right let's yeah. take a breath let's breathe everybody's cool everybody's happy Bianca's dying and then you're like dude what no you can't no you're not allowed to do that you man. can't kill see, Bianca. See, I took I took i took it more as once again just a story of growth like i it, it it's so strange like even though bianca was real i do side more with with joe where i think that he he could differentiate enough and i think he was only doing it to get back into the swing of things maybe that's not him maybe that wasn't his initial goal and yes he was dancing with him stuff for sure yeah. he did love the doll but to a certain extent, it's when he realized that the human relations were better than this doll. Yeah. Then yeah. he immediately kills it because I, cause the doctor says like Bianca's not doing any of this. He's that he is in total so, control. And and I think that he knows and he's so in, and he's talking to the doctor about his experiences by like talking through Bianca. And I think part of it is like he was getting healed, uh, from that doctor like that I healed i mean like he was going he was like getting taught laying of hands yeah right like he was getting like he was figuring out how to deal with like human touch yeah by the time like where he he kisses her or does something where they like hug or something yeah um not the doctor but the girl he ends up with um he you can it's before the end of the movie but he he's okay with that touch and you yeah. can see like I, I love it. Like in his head, you can see the like the light switch go off, and it's like, wait, I was okay with that. That like that that wasn't so bad. To me, I think that's like a, a big turning point for him, where he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think I need Bianca anymore mm-hmm. as much. It was know? that that touch. He was like, I like. Do that. you think there's ever gonna come a point where like he just like wakes up one day and goes, oh my god, <laughs> I did that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh Maybe. god. The whole then it's not it's not like I can hide it. <laughs> I literally have to move if I want to never think about this ever again. Personally, he will probably die in that town, and that town will always treat him so kind that he probably yeah. will never feel an ounce of shame. Yeah, let's ever. hope. Let's fucking hope, hope so. man. Right. I don't know what if they gentrified at some point. They gentrified his little they town, actually, and, yeah. and now completely different. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Yes. Now he's like a homeless guy that they throw oh. pennies at. <laughs> Yeah, he, Yo, where's that guy who fucked no, he, that doll? No, he, he just lives in the garage, his brother's garage, with yeah. this crazy woman that he works with. <laughs> Holy shit! They're just too far. Everybody thinks they're like crackheads. Like, yeah, it's 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 nuts. Yeah, there's bit. no way. Um, but 
I all that to say, and I don't even think it would have been a better ending. I don't know how you could wrap this up. I wish that they had done like a like jumping ahead into the future a little bit instead of it just being so immediate like have him still like make the click like oh everything is all right and then like show him like participating in the town without bianca and then she shows up like i think margo was her name and then margo shows up and is like hey do you want to get a cup of coffee sometime or something like that and and exactly exactly just something to buffer it because like we know how much the doll meant to him and how much the whole town knew that and how much the doll meant to like everybody in this town everybody in this town looked miserable at that funeral yeah. yeah like that doll meant something and it was a source of like complete and total community yep yeah it, it was like they all banded together there's only one time in that movie where they all argue about it yeah. and it's at the very beginning where they're like that's nuts and yeah. then they're like all right what if we give her a job what if she does this she has friends like it was so wild so 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 wild See, but like I, I, I also love too how that how the town takes Bianca away to do stuff. Yeah. But it's to teach Lars a lesson almost in in how to have relationships with with people. It's like yeah. you, you can't control them. Is ultimately yeah. what they're teaching him. Because like, I loved you know the scene where 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 it's like oh we got to go to this to to this banquet you know yeah. Bianca's got to go to this banquet we, and we're gonna play Scrabble. Yeah, he's like I'm gonna go check the schedule in the refrigerator and I'll be right back. And, like he looks at it and he's like it wasn't there. <laughs> like and he was like so disappointed. But but then they they have a fight too, which was which was so interesting. And then they like scold him for it. They're like you cannot treat people like yeah. that, Lars. And then he literally takes her out to the lake and then berates her in the car. Yeah crazy but it that was him creating distance yeah yeah. and then killing her was like giving her giving him a reason for for him to never see her he's almost like airing it out because like he this whole time he's talking to himself like this is a dialogue yeah it's all in in his head because he is a little crazy but it's a good amount of crazy aren't we all a little crazy right, right yeah it's like i think i think that he just Honestly, how I interpret it is that Lars just wanted a sandbox to essentially practice relationships at. Yeah. Maybe I'm interpreting too much of his desire to want to, I guess, practice at, at relationships, but that's the vibe I got by the end, you know? Yeah. And, and that goal was met with the help yeah. of obviously a doctor and stuff like that. He wasn't alone, but which is cool to see. So, yeah. Wholesome. There's nothing like a, wrong like a, with wholesomeness, bud. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, nothing. It, it's just not my vibe. It, you know, it's like I, as as you were saying, I wish that it had a little bit more of a buffer. That still is kind of a wholesome vibe. That's a that's a wholesome ending. If the movie kind of like flipped the script on you and it was like punch punch in the gut ending yeah. where like it didn't work out, I would maybe have rated it higher. We'll see. I, if that had happened, I would have given it a five. I right. know for a fact, like. I would love to have seen a moment, like the moment on camera where he realizes that she's not real, and like it becomes a very <laughs> real sudden thing. Like what the fuck, yeah, yeah. Just it's like whatever, you know. I'm just saying yeah. that more like punch in the gut shit. Still a great movie. Yeah. Still really enjoyed it. Still giving it a four and a half. Yeah, it's like, like still... four and a half on a good day. So four and a half, like on for me, yeah. like yeah, I, I four and a half. That's I, so high. Yeah, just like the cinematography, like alone, and like yeah, the the, the grain on it, like looked the movie looked like spectacular, 
And I loved the soundtrack. I loved the story. Loved the acting. It is a very emotionally involved mm-hmm. movie. Where like, like I said, when they when they announce that Bianca is dying, like my yeah. heart sank. Like I was yeah. like, no, dude. And it's like doll, doll, not real doll. Yeah. But it's it. That's the movie does a really it good job you. on selling you on the quote unquote bit yeah. of it all. Gets you to go on the journey with it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think this movie just has uh, so much nostalgia, and I, I love it too much to not give it a five. There, nice. there are probably better movies. There are better movies than this, but it's I just love it so much. Yeah, it's so for special sure. to me yeah. that uh, yeah, yeah. We marinated. Um, yeah, yeah. What um what correlations, Joey? This was your this. Was I, your know, I know. I know. I. Why'd you do it? <laughs> I had something when I, I I think it was more based on the name of like Gone Girl and Lars and the Real Girl. Don't pull a clay. <laughs> I know. I know. We uh, all do that shit though. Yeah, I know. It's I. It's a movie about some some crazy ass people. <laughs> I I really think it, you, you, there's two groups of people that really do not know how to have healthy relationships. And one of them kind of learns how to, and then the other one, they just dive deeper into that unhealthy oh, relationship. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's, a, that's a good point. One is definitely about cutting one one off and moving on, and yeah. the other one is like giving up. They're almost and very giving opposite. In. Yeah. yeah. From each other. Mm-hmm. The only thing I had was the, was yet kind of the spectrum of insanity of Lars and and um, Amy. Amy. Thank yeah. you. Lars and Amy were like, Lars is is in like is having a mental breakdown and he is going crazy, and it's like, but it's so harmless. Like yeah. he's not doing anything to hurt another person. Yep. If anything, he feels like he has inconvenienced the world for for at least the the majority of it. And Amy is on the opposite end of insanity, where she's like, I have planned, I have orchestrated the most diabolical, fucking like snidely whiplash evil plan <laughs> to fake my death, ruin my husband's life, and then live a happily ever after by myself. And, like, using these two, like, levels of insanity, one for good and one for pure evil. Yeah. Oh, yep. Dude. Great, great correlations. Yet something, uh, like, in the mix of, of, of what Joey said it was, what I was gathering is is more just, but more through the lens of relationships, you know. what What is um, the ultimate goal or... I don't want to say an ultimate goal behind a relationship, but what is the trajectory of that relationship? Yeah. And, and, and the only reason why I'm saying this is because Lars and the Real Girl came across as such a strong growth type story to me. But Gone Girl is such a character study that it is almost a story of growth. It's just not positive. Whereas like Lars and the Real it's Girl very is negative very growth. positive. Yeah. yeah, it's like, exactly. It's, it's um, Gone Girl is like... I would say that they, there is moments where it's it's going up and up and up where like Amy's kind of like when she's about to come back home I think that there's a lot yeah. of tension there. I'm sorry, I'm going back into Gone. Yeah. No, you're good, you're good. But um yeah, the movie does plummet definitely by the end. And I thought that that it was cool. It was it was two stories that really tackled relationships in such a stark different yeah way. Agreed. Agreed. Well, hell yeah. Well, yeah. It's, I think it's my turn next week. Yeah, dude. Isn't it? Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Your turn to pick the movie. All right. What are you so doing? I am doing, for our shot, Tetsuo the Iron Man. Hey! And for the chaser, movie. 
1999 mega hit, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> I am excited for that one. I'm actually excited for both. I haven't seen Tetsuo of the Iron Man, but I have heard it's very fucked up. It so. is. It's real good. It's You're fucked gonna... up. It's it's kind of like Divinity. It is kind of like bit, Divinity. Yeah, a little oh. bit, a little bit. So I feel like you'll... I'm excited. Yeah, I feel like you'll like it. I think it's been like on a, like my watch list for a while, so I'm glad we're finally getting to watch it's it. It's already on Redacted, and it's like an hour long. I'm oh, so excited. Snap. I think in all honesty, the, like both movies combined are barely two hours. Really? So, I think Inspector Gadget is only like 75 I'm, minutes. I'm looking forward to that so much. Maybe dude. we I, do a double feature. I would. I would not be against a double feature it's down here. Time. Yeah. I would the tape out for, for Inspector Gadget whenever I was a kid. <laughs> I used to love that movie. Yeah, it was so. Good. I know that it's gonna be like the worst movie I've ever seen Probably. now, <laughs> but in in my childhood mind, I'm gonna be like, go, gadget, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, thank you guys so much for listening. What are we? Uh, what are we on Letterbox? On Letterbox, you can find us at Shot and Chaser Pod twenty. Sorry, not twenty two. I was about to add that at the end. Shot and Chaser Pod. That's right. The 22 is for our cringe Twitter, which is... <laughs> I'll get to that in a sec. Our Instagram X. is the Shot and Chaser Pod. Yeah, fuck X. Uh, you can also find us on uh, cringe Twitter at the Shot and the Chaser Podcast or at Shot Chaser Pod 22. Let's see what Matt has been tweeting. Man, the first thing I see is minions, so we're we're off to a rough start here. <laughs> that, that was that was me. You posted about they, you were retweeting the the article about poor things, and you posted a bunch of minions clapping. Yep. All right. Oh yeah, ninety five percent. Here's here he is saying that we all got to see divinity, but at different times. <laughs> I recommend it. Uh. Yeah, this is actually so funny. <laughs> You retweeted about the, and I, I can't believe we didn't talk about this, but the $1 million budget Barbenheimer movie that's coming yes. out. And you tweeted, this eyed just like when they brought back Morbius, <laughs> which I think you meant, this is just like when they brought back Morbius. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, autocorrect on Twitter, <laughs> not my friend. It's all good. This is this is a horrible thing that's happened. Like, we, we need to acknowledge this is a terrible, terrible thing that's happened. Yeah. Matt, why do you look oh, that way? What? You don't think it's a bad idea that they're making Barbenheimer the movie? It's kind of funny. Oh, uh, you're you go watch Saturday Night it's Live. Stupid. Go watch Saturday Night it's Live. It's so that dumb. Yeah, I I feel like that's just because they're they're not making movies right now. Yeah, they got to come up with they got to throw money at something. They're doing so. I mean, I don't I don't. Will it be good? No. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> no, 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 no. I will say though, they did pass that new uh, the SAG yeah. agreement. So cool tentatively first thing they did though was announce the mean girls the musical movie so i was like yeah go back on strike you gotta fix this shit this is the problem why would you spit this out yeah people want to see it they dropped the trailer at the taylor swift premiere oh god everything about that sounded so fucking lame (laughs) also how many fucking concert films are we gonna get now jesus i'm literally not seeing godzilla minus one in imax because of fucking beyonce Beyonce. which is fucked yeah But anyways, I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Hell yeah. Thank you guys so much and have a good night. Peace. Tetsuo next week. It's going to be so fucking crazy.
wish I knew how to quit.